Hey church family, my name is Saul. I am the worship pastor here at Cornerstone Church. Hey, thank you so much for tuning in this week. Hope that this sermon inspires you, that it encourages you, and builds your faith. But we're so honored and thankful that you are listening in. Let's go ahead and just dive deep. Pastor Melanie, I won't tell you what your husband said about you over there. All the chuckling and giggling was... uh. <laughs> she's not in here so I'll tell y'all uh, she said she walked out she said uh, I wish I'd had celebrate recovery and you know what pastor said yeah she just did the celebrate part <laughs> oh she heard oh so sorry I said I wasn't going to tell you I told him because you walked out <laughs> so. All right. Oh, well, hey, we're excited to be here. I'm excited to be able to open up God's Word with you. And uh, thank you for letting the students uh, be down here. The youth room is under construction. And so uh, we're doing some painting, some renovation. We're finishing renovations that we've started a little bit ago and never got to. And we're completing those projects. So we're making things happen. And uh, students, give me a wave so I can see where you're at. Over there, over there, over there. Any down here? There we go. There we go. Got Donnie over here. Good job. Um, so, the title of my message tonight is, uh, it's called The Pickle of Perspective. I want to talk to you about the pickle of perspective. Colossians chapter 3, we're going to read verses 1 and 2 out of the message translation, the message Bible. This is what it says. It says, so if you're serious about living this new resurrection life with Christ, act like it. Pursue the things over which Christ presides. Don't shuffle along, eyes to the ground, absorb with the things right in front of you. Look up and be alert to what is going on around Christ. That's where the action is. I like that part. And then this right here, see things from his perspective see things from his perspective. Let's pray. God, thank you so, so much for tonight. And Holy Spirit, just breathe on this and move in our hearts in a way that maybe you haven't in a long time or in a way that you have not ever before. We want to encounter you tonight. Amen. Uh, so raise your hand if you have never heard of the expression, I'm in a pickle. You never heard this expression. Okay, so everybody's heard it. We're good here. We're good. So, uh, just so, just in case, if anybody was embarrassed, any teenager, you've never heard this, uh, let me help you. This, all this means is that you're in a hard situation, right? Hard situation. You're in a pickle. Um, so, if you break down on the side of the road, you're in a pickle, right? If uh, if your dog eats your homework, teachers, this really happens. Just want to let y'all know, teachers. It happens to every student. Even if you don't own a dog, it happens to them. I promise. You just got to take our word for it. If your dog eats your homework, you're in a pickle, right? Uh, if the baby wakes up at 2 a.m., you're in a pickle. Especially if the person sleeping next to you is like, tag, you're it. Your turn. I mean, that hadn't happened to me recently, but in the past, it's, it might have happened. So you're, you're in a pickle. Uh, you don't have enough money to pay the bills. You're in a pickle, right? You, we've understand, we understand what this feels like. 
And tonight, I want us to understand, I want us to, as a family, as a body of believers, to see something together, to walk away with something together. And um, it's this, your perspective on life can land you in a pickle. If you're not careful, the way you view the world will place you in a difficult situation. Your perspective about life is actually instrumental to the person you are and will become. Let me prove, let me prove to you how influential perspective is in your life. So you've got uh, John the Baptist, right? John the Baptist, uh, he, he's born. And if you read through scripture, we're not gonna read the verses, but if you read through scripture, you will learn that he is the one who God rose up to prepare the way for the Messiah, okay? And so let me ask you this question. What message did John come preaching? Repent, repent. That was his message, repent, right? Uh, you can see that in Mark 1, chapter 4. And then if, uh, and then, the one, he is ta- the one he is preparing the way for appears on the scene, starts to preach, starts to say things. His name is Jesus, right? We believe that he is the Messiah. And what, what do you think his very first message was? Repent. Repent for the kingdom is at hand. And you can see that in Mark chapter 1, 15. So just to, to jump, uh, you know, 10 verses up, you see both of these both of these people, right? The one who is going to prepare the way is talking about his message is repent. Jesus shows up, the Messiah. His message is repent. Repent means to change the way you think. That's what the word means. And uh, a lot of people in their minds will, will like picture repentance as this thing where it causes you to turn 180 degrees and go the other way, and that is a consequence of what repentance will do, but it's actually not repentance. Repentance is to change the way you think. Well, that's literally perspective. That's perspective. And so um, we're not doing a disservice to the scripture if we would interpret it this way. Jesus's first message was change your perspective. Change your perspective. Change the way you view life. This is what he's saying. Change the way you view that situation. Change the way you uh, think about that person. Change your perspective on that issue, on that circumstance. Change the way you think about God. And this is exactly what we see happening with the people who decided to follow Jesus. It's exactly what we see happening over and over again to the disciples and the other followers that, that uh, walked with him through his life here on the earth. Uh, Jesus is trying to get them to change their perspective. This is what he's going for. This is his goal. And so you have a bunch of children who are crowding around Jesus and the disciples are irritated by it, and they try to shoo the children away. And Jesus says, hey, let the children come to me. That's a perspective change. 
Like he's, he's, the perspective changes. Hey, there's more to children than what you guys are giving credit to. You're, you're thinking about children in a wrong way. And then that's why we invest in kids. That's why we believe children ministry is so important. Right? And I'm so thankful for good children's pastors. I'm so thankful that they're doing their thing with the kiddos right now. And uh, I, we've got one in the nursery, one in CC Kids Junior, and one in CC Kids, right? Somewhere in there. I'm almost right, not quite right. But, but uh, like, that's why we want to, man, that's why Sarah and I, we want to funnel money into where our kids are being ministered to, right? It's a big deal. Jesus, it was like, hey, change your perspective. Change the way you think about it. There's a crowd of thousands of people, and Jesus wants to, to feed them. The disciples think, man, there's no way we can get enough money to pay for all of this. I mean, we would have to, it, there's no way. And Jesus simply multiplies what's available. That's a perspective change, right? I mean, he's saying, hey, trust that God will provide for you. Trust that God is your provider and will provide every need you have. I mean, uh, we read in other places in the scripture things uh, like he cares about birds, cares about flowers. <laughs> you know, like, of course he cares for you, and of course he cares for me. It's a trust thing. A Samaritan town uh, decided not to welcome Jesus. Jesus wanted to to go there and they didn't welcome him and uh, you have uh, James and John right the sons of thunder who they said hey let's call fire down on them you know they wanted to wipe them out they said oh no this is the Messiah this is the guy and you're going to reject him just see what and they're trying to call fire down on this whole village this whole community and in uh, Jesus man he rebukes them for it that's a perspective change Right? He's trying to teach them, and it's God is the one who brings judgment, not us. We're not carriers of judgment. We're carriers of hope, of life, and we leave all of that up to God. That's his responsibility. That's his, you know, that's what he does. It's perspective change. Jesus and his followers are eating one night, and uh, a woman begins to pour expensive perfume all over Jesus. And the disciples were indignant. They were upset. And they say, man, that was such a waste. It could have been sold, and the money could have been given to the poor. And Jesus gets on to them for criticizing her. That's a perspective change. That's, that's Jesus saying, hey, don't criticize someone else's love for Jesus because it doesn't look like the way you love Jesus. Don't criticize someone else's worship because it doesn't look like the way you worship. And we could go on and on story after story throughout the life of Jesus and really throughout the scriptures in their totality uh, to see like, how God is trying to get us to change our perspective, to see things the way he does, to see things from his perspective. Perspective determines who you are 
and who you will be who you will be in a tour around my garden Alphonse Carr says this we can complain because rose bushes have thorns or rejoice because thorns have roses like it's just it's perspective issue that's all it is it's just the way you view it it's just the way you see it the rose bush is what it is we don't change it it's just how you look at it which perspective will you see the world through can we read this again so if you're serious about living this new resurrection life with Christ act like it pursue the things over which Christ presides proceeds don't shuffle along eyes to the ground absorb with the things right in front of you look up and be alert to what is going on around Christ that's where the action is see things from his perspective I hope this just gets ingrained in us tonight I hope this uh, just plants itself and roots itself in us are you seeing things from God's perspective pastor said something on Sunday that I just keep thinking about and keep thinking about and keep thinking about and it just like fell right into what I was thinking about in terms of perspective and uh, he said this there's no such thing as lucky days no such thing as lucky days. I don't know why I just keep thinking about it. Uh, and, and, he's, he, and he taught us that it's our seed producing. That's all it is. It's not a luck thing. It's a, it's a seed thing. It's a harvest thing. You reap what you sow. And so that's a perspective issue, right? So you, you take the same thing can happen to two different people. Same thing can happen to two different people. And for one person they got lucky for the other person they view it as that's the fruit of my harvest that's the fruit of my labor right two different perspectives but perspective has an effect on your life right it will have an impact on your life and the way you live your life so let's take these examples for the person who uh, just got lucky how are they going to live life now well, they're going to sit back and wait for their next big break. And we could go on and on down that road, but, but I'll just move on to the next one. The person who views this not as a lucky break, not as being lucky, but as, man, that's, that's the fruit of my labor. I planted good seed and I got a good harvest. That person is going to wake up the next day and they're going to be seed conscious. And so they're going to begin to walk, and everywhere they go, they're going to say, where can I sow seed? Where can I sow seed? Because I know I'm going to reap a harvest, right? I know there's going to be fruit produced, so it's not a luck thing. I love that, Pastor. There's no, there's no lucky, lucky days. I really like that. Because it, it goes to perspective. It shows the way you think. It shows how you think. And... Uh, so are you seeing things from God's perspective? So in December, uh, I, I called my mom earlier today. I was like, hey, uh, I, I want to, you know, talk about, you, you know, 
all, all this stuff with you, and I need you to help me fill in some gaps and all that. So and she, she helped me with some dates and stuff. Uh, in December of 2018, my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer, and I'll never, I'll never forget what it felt like to have my mom tell me what was going on. And, uh, like, I'll never forget that feeling. I remember being on a couch, sitting on the couch. She, like, called me over. Hey, come hang out with me. I said, okay. Uh, and then she, she reminded me of the whole story. And I was like, all right, I'm going to go buy Dairy Queen and get us some ice cream. And then, you know, we'll hang out, right? So I get over there. She tells me the diagnosis and all that and is like, you know, I probably shouldn't eat sugar and stuff like that. So, so I'm like, why didn't you tell me? <laughs> you know, I got to eat both these ice creams now. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's one thing to preach um, on having faith in good times and bad times. But it's a whole nother deal to actually land smack dab in the middle of a bad time and have to be a person of faith and, and be able to be a person of faith. It's a whole different ball game. And, uh, and I, I struggled with it. I, I, you know, had some, some, uh, some internal struggles and it was hard, it was difficult. And I probably did what any normal person would do. I, uh, I wept, I cried, I got angry, I got upset. I doubted, I questioned, you know, I went through all of it. I went through all of it. And, uh, but all of, all of the questioning, all of the doubting, all of the, you know, the what ifs, the ands, and God, are you reals, and all of, all of that was um, changed in a moment for me. After a few weeks of, um, you know, just kind of processing and going through it and all that mom, you know, told me today. She was like, after a few weeks, I just decided, you know, we're going to go all in on this thing. And, you know, so I'll, I'll say it this way. She decided that she wasn't going to wallow in self-pity, right, any longer. She just decided that she was going to trust God and that, you know, God was in control. And so... I remember having a conversation with her where, where, uh, where she just began to share like everything God was doing in her life in that moment. And it was literally like looking in the eyes of a person I had never known before. I mean, that, like that dramatic, that much of a change. It was like, who are you? You know, like, this is not the normal you. <laughs> I'm talking full of faith, full of hope, full of life, and just an intimacy with Jesus, like a closeness with Jesus that, man, I just did not expect, you know? And uh, it was just, and it did it for me. Like, her faith, her perspective changed me. I, I literally got home uh, and told Sarah. I remember telling Sarah, like, if mom doesn't make it, I'm okay. I will be okay. I'm 100% fine. And it was, it was just that drastic of a thing for me. And uh, 
and you know we obviously we didn't give up and you know we prayed and all that and, and she's doing good today so good job mom <laughs> good job Jesus <laughs> so uh, yeah perspective is so powerful that it can cause someone else's perspective to change hope I mean, this is like, I could say, I could really fill in the gap with a lot of things here. Faith is so powerful that your faith can help somebody else's faith to grow. Hope is so powerful that your hope can give somebody else hope. I mean, like, we could just, on and on, generosity is so powerful that you could help somebody else become a generous person. Why? Because light. It all comes down to light. It's light, perspective. Are you seeing things from God's perspective? No one is exempt from life, from things happening to you, from circumstances and situations, both good and terrible. The question is, what perspective are you viewing them from? And man, it's... a part of me really doesn't even like talking like this because I'll be honest with you, I personally feel like I have had a very easy life. God has been so merciful to me. He has been so gracious to me. And uh, I just believe it's just him honoring my parents and, you know, just the generations that have been faithful to him. And so, but it, so even though there are some roads I have not walked, um, I still, you know, want to share the truth. I still want to speak what, what God has asked me to speak. And so I just, I, I come knowing. I bring this message to you knowing that I have not walked every road. I have not experienced every hurt and every pain. So the question is, what perspective are you viewing them from? Circumstances, situations, life. Donnie, will you help me? All right, so here's, Donnie's going to come up here and help me, and uh, we're, we're going we're gonna to help us. Ooh, this is heavier than I thought, buddy. Good luck. All right, so this, uh, this is going to represent, this is going to represent life. You're not in control of this. There, there's nothing you can do to change this. This is just, this is just life, circumstances, situations, and, and, and that's, um, so just pretend that this crate, do you know what's in it? It's just pool balls, right? That's all it is. <laughs> it's a bunch of different pool balls. And, uh, and so your perspective determines how this situation affects your life, how life will affect you as a person. Uh, with the wrong perspective, all right, get over here, stand over here. With the wrong perspective, let me see your leg. There we go, yep. With the wrong perspective, now here's what I want you to do. I just want you to begin to walk over to the wall. Don't run or nothing. Don't, don't make the pool balls go everywhere and hit people. With the wrong perspective, your situation your circumstance can really become like a ball and chain. It can weigh you down with the wrong perspective. See, when disaster strikes, 
It can impede your process, your, your progress. It can deter your, your growth. And so you're walking through life, and there is obviously something wrong. Right? Did you, did you get to the wall yet? You got to touch the wall. Tag. It's like in gym class. There you go. There's obviously something off. There's something not right. Right? And, and, then, um, and then let's just throw in, let's just throw in the personal, relational aspect of our relationship with God. God is so personal, so relational, that he speaks to us. Like he doesn't, like you don't get saved and he doesn't just give you like this blueprint of your life and says, hey, here's steps one, two, three, four, and five and the rest of your life and here all it is. No, 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 it's day by day he speaks to you. Day by day he speaks to us and the Holy Spirit will lead us and guide us and show us stuff. And, and, and so that's how it works and direct us. And so, uh, so let's just say these, these little balls right here, they're going to represent moments in your life when God speaks to you. And this is what happens when you have a bad perspective. So just start walking towards me, Donnie. Hey, don't touch the crate. No, I'm just kidding. Come on. <laughs> this is what happens when you have a bad perspective. All right, stop. I want you to make a left turn. Well, no, no, I want you to make a left turn on this side of the yellow ball, though. A left turn. There you go. Turn left. But you went too far. You didn't turn immediate left. Why don't you just turn? All right, keep coming, keep coming. Come on. See, right? Like right here. Keep going. One more step. One more step. Stop right here. God says, hey, I want you to redefine that relationship, that friendship. Like you really are investing. You're trusting this person way too much way more than what you said. You're giving them way too much information about your life. You need to back off a little bit. So you're going to go that way now. But you can't even do it right. You, the crate's going to go on the backside now. Right? So you see, you see, so keep coming, keep coming. Every moment, God says, hey, I want you to make this adjustment in your life, and I want you to turn this way. But if you have a wrong perspective... You can't make the turn. You're either going to have to go, you're either going to end up, all your stuff's going to wreck the moment, <laughs> if you can see that, or you're going to have to go way past the moment when God spoke to you in order to make the turn properly, and then you went too far, and you just can't do exactly what God's asking you to do. Why? Because you have a bad perspective. You just have a wrong perspective. With a wrong perspective, life actually can kind of control you. See, Jesus said, I have come that you may have life. Not, not that life may have you, because that's what's going on here. Life has Donnie. Situations, circumstances are controlling you. They're causing him to not live life properly. But Jesus came that we might have life. Or you can choose to see things the way God sees them, right? And so here's how, uh, here's how we're going to do that. You're turning. All right. Here we go. Or you can choose to have a right perspective 
Donnie, let's, let's try this again, okay? Come over here, buddy. All right. A right perspective. This time I want you to just pick it up. And just stand there for a second. See, when you have the right perspective, whatever life throws at you is no longer a ball and chain, but it's a display. It's a platter for the world to see. Because life's going to happen. There's no getting away from it. There's, no, there's nothing we can do. We can't control it. Is it heavy? Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> so now I want you to start walking. You're walking through life. You're living through life. And I want you to stop. I want you to turn right. Look, you turn right, no problem. Turn left, go back, walk. I mean, you can zig, you can zag, you can do whatever God asks you to do. If you have the right perspective, come back around. You can set that thing down and go sit down. Thank you, sir. Uh, thank you, buddy. With the right perspective, you can obey God. With the right perspective, you can turn when he, you, if he asks you to do something, you'll be able to do it. When disaster strikes, what's your perspective? When school gets hard, students, what's your perspective? When you get a promotion, what's your perspective? When the stock market's down, what's your perspective? When you get engaged, what's your perspective? Are you seeing things the way God sees them? When your friend betrays you, sorry, what's your perspective? When you go through a divorce, what's your perspective? This is, I've learned this from pastor. I'm just going to do this on this one, okay? When, we, when a new president gets elected, what's your perspective? <laughs> Are you seeing things from God's perspective? What initiated this um, idea about perspective for me was I was thinking about giving. I was thinking about giving. And, and so, you know, like there's just some people, they just, they're like, they're like, man, God always just like speaks to me and I know exactly how much to give. And that never really works for me like that. You know, I just kind of, you know, spin a wheel, pick a number, you know, do what I feel, right? <laughs> just, but there are some times when, it, when it, you know, more so I just kind of pick what I want to give. But there are some times where I really feel like, man, this is what the Lord wants me to give this specific number. But some people just get that all the time. And uh, so I was just thinking about that. And, you know, like, let's say we just, we have a missionary come this next year and they come up. We're going to receive an offering because they've sown into us. And so we're going to sow back into them and their ministry. And, uh, like, how does that work? Like the giving part of it. Do I just randomly pick a number to give do I you know or do I um, hear from God on a number and if I don't hear from God then I just uh, I don't give like what do I do what's the perspective when it comes to this and sometimes we 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 give sometimes when we give we feel God telling us to give a specific amount and other times I just want to give 
because I want to give. Like, it's, that's just, it's just, I don't know. Sometimes I just want to give because I want to give. And I don't hear an amount. I don't hear a figure. But does that mean that pastor is more spiritual than me? Probably. No. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like, he gets a solid number every time. I don't know if he really does. I'm just using him as an example. But, like, sometimes I just give because most of the time I just give because I want to give. And so it's a perspective thing. And so instead of viewing it from the angle of, man, I'm not as spiritual as them, or I'm missing something, or I'm not hearing the voice of God, or, you know, this or that. And don't get me wrong, I, I want to seek God about these things. I want to hear the voice of God about these things. But I'm also not going to discount, you know, I'm not going to discount me or God when I don't hear it. And so what I have to do, my perspective is, I'm just going to trust that transformation has taken such a deep place in my heart and in my life that I've just become like God. He's generous, so I'm generous. He's holy, so I'm holy. He's righteous, so I'm righteous. Like I'm just becoming more and more like Jesus, which is what the scripture teaches us. And so, man, I just trust the overflow of my life. I trust that, man, when I just pick a number to give, it's you know, like, it's okay. It's good. And so that's what got me thinking about just the perspective of how we view that. And so worship team, y'all can come back up. And as we close, we're gonna, I'm going to invite the prayer team forward. Perspective determines who you are, how you will live your life, what kind of person you are, what kind of person you will be. Are you going to be the type of person that sees the way God sees? And man, I, I'm thankful that I got to bring this message on the very last service of this year. Because I would really like to go into the new year with the right perspective. I would really like to go into the new year with the right perspective, with all of the things going on. And the list is in all of our minds. All of the stuff taking place. All of the situations, all of the circumstances. I want to be able to pick those things up and I want to be in control of them. I want to be able to turn left when, I, when God tells me to turn left and I want to be able to zig and I want to be able to zag and I want to be able to have freedom in my movement. I want to be able to have freedom in my walk. And I want to have the ability not to be weighed down, not to be um, a victim of life. Let's stand tonight. This prayer team is willing to pray for and desires to pray for any need you might have.
but let me just specifically just do these two things. Maybe you're here and you would just say, right now for me, Pastor Taylor, life is a ball and chain. It's really hard. I've been hit by some nasty stuff, some hard things, some difficult things. And I have not had the right perspective. And you just need somebody to pray with you. Pray the prayer of faith. We want to pray with you. And then also, if you're here, and you would just like to say, Pastor Taylor, I want to step into the new year with a new perspective. A new perspective on life, a new perspective on the Bible, a new perspective on God, a new perspective on people, a new perspective on church, a new perspective on generosity, a new perspective on tithing, a new perspective, whatever it might be. We want to pray. We want to pray with you. Let's go into this new year with the right perspective, one where we're in control, one where God's in control. Amen. Let's worship.